Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Welcome back, Dave. How are you doing? Number 83, I think, on the 83, books. 83, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're rearing up to that 100. And then after that, I won't even be able to count anymore. Well, that, that's, a, that's like three digits. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you always run out of digits. I had to hold up four fingers. Yeah, I have a... So, well, you know, uh, Robbie from Out of the Blank podcast. Yeah. I mean, he's over like a thousand. Like, he does so many podcasts, it's just ridiculous. Oh, I thought he'd been a, like a million by now. Well, I don't know I'm what he's kidding. on, but he, I mean, he's probably he's probably 1,500, maybe even oh, more. Wow. But uh, I, there's so many podcasters out there, even like Joe Rogan. He does multiple shows, you yeah. know, every, every week. I don't know how people can do it. Well, I'll tell you, they, if, they probably don't have to go work. All day long. This is probably their job. Yeah, it's probably yeah. their job, and they probably enjoy it, and they get to like thrive off of it. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't as that soon be as something? they done. Yeah, I think about it sometimes. It'd be really cool to be able yeah. to <laughs> just get excited about doing the next one. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's cool. I do get excited about the next one, but I know that it's unpaid. But it'd be ni- <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to be able to go get excited and go. Hey, man, we might be able to hook up another one today. Yeah, if you had that time. Uh-huh. It'd be neat. Yeah, instead we took vacation in the summer, so. Yeah, we well, were maybe, little, I, we were, maybe I took Well, we were a little selfish. Hey, I took okay. a day and a half off. Yeah. Yep. You work way, way more than I do. Well, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I, need, I need to stop. Yeah, you do. Know, maybe next, you June, should maybe next June I'll start. Yeah, you should retire. Uh, okay, what are we talking about today, Dave? I'm talking about cheaters. Cheaters, that's right. Yeah, not even your typical, you know... You know, stupid man cheating on your girl, or your girl cheating on your man, kind of a thing, which is bad a freaking enough. Right? You know what? There's tons of that. I when we, when you were saying, yeah, let's do this some cheaters. I saw so many relationship related stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know this is not what Dave was wanting yeah. to talk about. <laughs> I mean, talk about idiots. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I definitely wanted to talk about idiots. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to talk about relationship cheaters. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to talk about mostly what goes on in sports, some crazy stuff that goes on in sports. And what really got my eye was there was something else that was, there was something that was going on there. And I'm not even a bass fisherman, but there was a tournament that was going on and somebody got caught cheating. I'm like, Ooh, what's this about? And what makes it really good is they didn't just get caught cheating. They got caught cheating with a group of people around, you know? So, cause I hate cheaters. Yeah. Relationship, che- any cheaters. Yeah, you like rule followers? That's what I am. <laughs> if there's a competition. A dull life, me, that's <laughs> uh-huh. what I am. I, I, I follow the damn rules. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I did go 72 today. <clears throat> oh. I just uh, put that out there. Did you I? get caught? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll get something in the mail. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so, so I was watching this, and, and I'm going, well, what are they talking about? And and because there, there's so much screaming and yelling, and they're like, "Call the cops!" Mm-hmm. And so this guy grabs this knife and takes a fish that's already been caught. It's in this little tote or basket. Takes it out, guts it, and he's fishing it around inside of its stomach, and pulls out the looks like like a mini egg, and he tosses it into a bucket. Goes clunk clunk. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And you know, I don't pick up too quick on things. He, so he grabs another one after he's sitting there having a discussion with some people saying, hey, man, talking to, apparently it's, the, it's, it's one of the cheaters. Uh-huh. And, um, and in fact, do, do we have names of these people? Yeah, I think we, we do. Should, we should blast them because 
they shouldn't do it again. And I would be so shocked if they ever did it again. I mean, they are getting so known out there for their cheating. Yeah. Here, Scott just pulled something up. Well, we have we have Jacob Runyon mm-hmm. and Chase Kaminsky, if I could say that right. Yep. And they are big, big winners. And they're celebrating their win. And uh, and they cut, if I'm correct, I, I don't know how many fish. I saw them cut open several fish. I saw them at least three fish. I, I saw them cut open. Mm-hmm. And I think, if I say it right, they took out like eight pounds of weights out of the fish. Wow. And, um, and it just blows me away that it's such a big deal. <clears throat> this bass fishing, and I know everybody's passionate about their sport, I know. But... So are these people mm-hmm. very passionate? They do a lot, take a lot of time, a lot of money to do this. I used to watch um, bass fishing and other fishing shows on TV. Yeah, yeah. Back well, when it was TV, not streaming. I'm sure there's tons. If I wanted to look for it now, I'm sure there's tons of content. But back then, it was like the local public broadcasting. Yeah. And once in a while, they'd have something like that on. I'd, yeah. I'd catch it. But. It's it's a big deal. I happen to know a gentleman that that competed and he took his kids out and they competed and they were big winners and they go the other side of the country, you know, I mean, big yeah. deal. And they, and everybody wants to know that they have a shot. Mm-hmm. And when this comes around, how many times did they do it? I mean, and I'm probably going to be annoying and say this a lot, but what, these people actually sleep at night, you know? I mean, how do you, how do you celebrate that? Hold that up and knowing that you, and, and claim that you're a winner and feel good. I mean, personally inside, yeah. because you know you're not a winner. You yeah. Know, well, I, especially when you do it so deliberately with you know adding lead weights into the fish. I mean, I, I've I've lost some some hooks and some lures and stuff inside fish, and I'll cut it off and and when I'm cleaning the fish, I'll pull that stuff out later. But this is not <laughs> that. This is We're intentionally talking adding weight. like a couple of walnut sized solid lead. Yeah. you know, um, inside of it. And, and I don't know how they did it. Yeah. You know, when, when one of the gentlemen was cutting open the fish, he pulled out like a filet. He goes, look, a filet. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? Like, it made me really wonder, like, did they bring the fish? How deep is this? You know, <laughs> did they bring the fish yeah. with the weights in it or did oh, they catch it and then shove it in? Mm-hmm. Or ah. yeah, it's just I, bizarre. I think... and, and even the most bizarre part about it is that the human, there's human beings that are willing to promote a lie and live the lie. Well, oh my gosh. Well, and it goes beyond just having, you know, cheating to win a competition. It's, it, there's actually prize money associated with this. Right. In fact, I don't know if it was this one, but I think it was like 300, over 300 grand. That's a lot. Well, and think about the other, the other thing is, uh, you know, these are, well, I, I don't know if I can call them athletes, but these, are, these competitors are sponsored. Oh, big time. You know, they have boats and gear and, yep. and other stuff. They have a lot of uh, flair, uh, patches of mm-hmm. who's supporting them and stuff. Yeah, it's like NASCAR and, uniforms. Right. And you don't want to screw up. And frankly, maybe I could say like NASCAR, these guys will beat your ass. <laughs> I mean, I am so shocked that that guy was standing there because mm-hmm. rightfully so. Rightfully, I, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I mean, I no, I don't want anybody to like, you be a victim of violence, and I don't believe in violence, but at the same time, I believe in 
punishment, mm-hmm. and sometime a good old fashioned ass beating is what it's called for. Yeah, maybe maybe people had a little bit more ass beating, they wouldn't <laughs> do so much. I don't know. What this, happened to the, these guys after? Do you know? Well, they got stripped of all of their um, their takings, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is so new. I don't know the full. Um, what the consequences? Consequences are mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, this happened not just a f- I could say days ago, and this is what October. Yeah, you know. So, um, but I'm sure they're never going to be able allowed to be fishing again. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't. I don't even know if there would be some kind of uh, legal. Yeah, I, mean, I I thought that I saw some sort of news headline that said something about being arrested. Being arrested, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't get that far. I didn't get to see if they had gotten arrested, but uh, I mean, I don't know what that would be like defrauding, you know, the organization. But I I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I don't I, know I, if it's an arrestable offense, but uh, but man, it is an ass kickable offense. Mm-hmm. I it's so well, bad. It's so, and you know what? They probably have kids. You know, they probably raise somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, just, it just shows who they really are. Well, I mean, in in sports, I mean, in any sort of competition, there's going to be. I mean, you've seen it in poker, which is crazy to I've think. I've never heard of such a thing. In poker, <laughs> no, I mean, straight. Like, <laughs> but I mean, there's like so many, uh, like in gambling, there's really a monetary gain potential for for that sort of thing. It's not just about being famous, <laughs> but they do have like they have tournaments, and these people get caught. Uh, you know, I think I saw one where, you know, there was real cheating going on. Like people knew what was what was coming up in the, um, you know, in the in the dealing, and you know, people were yeah. That's called the house communication. <laughs> communi- communicating. <laughs> the house is always cheating. Yeah, communicating <clears throat> what uh, what other people had, and it's just yeah. Um, I found I found one that it's kind of recent. Um, the Miss Miss America pageant. Really? Yeah, there was. They, there's not a lot of detail right now, but evidently Miss Texas won. How do you cheat on a Miss America pageant? Well, it's not like I'm a, you know, a real pageant watcher. Really? <laughs> it's not something I'm really interested in, but uh, I, it caught my eye because this has been a tradition for so long. And then how do you, how do you cheat in it? Well, it's really, there. people are talking about that the judges were just heavily favoring Favorite. this person and this person was had been chosen before the competition was over that they it's would so be so sad that all the other people don't really don't have a chance and they go there thinking I'm going to do what I can give it my best mm-hmm. shot same with you know going to the uh, state fair with your cow or you're showing your dog if somebody's already got it mm-hmm. you put in years of time it's 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 not mm-hmm. well it's not fair well it should be a bigger deal i think than it really is in the in the U- i mean the miss america pageant there's such a, a strict code of like conduct. And w- when you win that competition, you travel around and you do all these, you know, uh, you know, this goodwill tour, you know, where you're trying to help, you know, these, you know, different organizations. And you're, you're supposed to be like this embodiment of, yep. of, of great. You're um, going to clean the graffiti and, off the walls yeah. with a smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feeding the homeless. Yeah. And these girls, I guess, you know, they work pretty hard to, do what they do in these these things but you know when the standards are high and everyone knows that it should be this very honest competition and then you see people cheating yep makes you wonder why would you even 
put any stock into that. Yeah. You know? Why would you play Call of Duty anymore if everybody's going to be cheating? Uh, you know what? Speaking of, so I was looking around. They have, you know, eSports. Uh-huh. And they have, uh, I think it's Counter-Strike. I don't play a whole lot of eSport type um, games. Yeah. Uh, I like video games, but the ones that turned, that are like tournament game, you know, where professional people, I don't normally play them because people are just so stinking good mm. that it's not enjoyable to me. Right, right. Yeah, I'd rather play with my friend. Well, not you, because you're really good. Uh, but I Not anymore. You can have fun now. <laughs> but I think, that it, for me, I don't play a lot of those types of games. But Counter-Strike is, I guess, a really big esports uh, video game. Hmm. And they had all kinds of scandals about people cheating. And it's always having some software that gives the the person who's playing some ability. Like, they have one that's um, like x-ray vision, where you can look through walls and see where people really? are, so that you can track them the entire time. You still have to have some Again, skill. Again, how do you walk away feeling like a winner when you leave there? Yeah. I mean, like, I personally know what it feels like to strive for something and, and then achieve it, and it feels good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I know I could not lie and say, yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. I can't. Especially if it's in... It, it would eat, eat it, on me too much. It's one thing to just kind of sc- screw around with your friends. It's another to have it as a real official thing where these guys get ranked. I know. It's like, I like going around saying, yeah, it's eight inches. <laughs> Not that kind of ranked. Oh. Different kind of ranked. And I, and I wasn't kidding either. Then. <laughs> I wasn't lying about nothing. Uh, okay, what else? let's move on. What oh, you were talking about sports, right? So, so you know, how about this? Let's... let's I want to go back into, I think, 2000, because that, you know, we're talking like, that was kind of, it's despicable, but um, what about, what about, uh, we're talking about sports, that's mm-hmm. bad. What about the Olympics? That's really bad. Yeah. What about, what about Special Olympics? Oh, yeah, you'd mentioned this one to me. Uh-huh. So what if, and I think I might have this right, I think it was Spain in 2000. Mm-hmm. They wanted to win... And here's the deal is, is they wanted to help, believe it or not, they wanted to help um, the special needs kids. And the best way to do that is if you were to win a gold, you will get sponsored. You will get help. And they wanted, they thought if they could just win one gold, it'll get um, noticed enough to where they'll get help and support to help these kids. Truly, that's a good thought. Yeah. But in order to do that, they had to stack the deck to make it make them win. So they had to go find 12 basketball players that are willing to lie and go along with it. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the funny thing is, is they still have to take these, these IQ tests to make sure that they're like under 85. They have to, yeah, they I categorize, remember. I think. And so that means that all these people would have to attempt to take all, uh, these tests to dumb themselves down, if you will, mm-hmm. but yet not be too... Yeah. Well, that'd be hard to do. Yeah. So, I mean, they had to really go through a lot to, because they have to go through a process to get there. And so they got there and they won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I still can't believe that there's all these people that would fraud the handicapped people with yeah. anything just to feel like a winner. Yeah. I mean, I get that's their goal or their point, what they wanted to do. But what they were stepping on to do it mm-hmm. was outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> that seems very, very low. I mean, 
yeah. low. Yeah. You know, it, and I, I'm sure it'll get lower. It could get lower than that, but that one struck me as, yeah, really, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna cheat to beat handicapped kids. Yep. Yeah, that's really, yep. really, really low. I know that I've I've done some coaching in um, uh, Paralympics, so these athletes have different physical disabilities. They're not. Um, Oh, sure, sure. You know, I don't know what you would consider like a, a mental disability or, um, they you don't know, have Down syndrome yeah. or anything. They might have like a, a amputee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so they will sort of run them through these different tests to figure out what category they would put them in so that they're competing against other people who would have similar. Sure. Um, restrictions for fairness for fairness exactly and believe so, or not and for fun for them yeah so and, I, my guess is that's what these folks had to go through but yeah. you know with some other IQ testing but yeah that's super sad that yeah yep. that pissed me <laughs> off uh, you had t- you had mentioned um, uh, Tanya Harding yeah did I, I don't know if you know people knew you know some people might have just thought hey you know this is a professional boxer that lasted a year <laughs> or, or she's that person on comedy central on the, you know, making these funny little, you know, or, or even say, who is this person that's making these funny little, uh, uh, you know, jokes about people, you know, she has some little side gigs on, on, you know, comedy central, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, like they'll play a funny video and she'll make a smart ass comment about it. And so a lot of people may not know who she was or what she w- was doing, but what was it in 94? It was in the mid '90s. She was going out to be the, uh, good. She's a great ice skater, and she was going out to be the, for the going out for the Olympics. And so her husband or her fiance at the time mm-hmm. can't remember mm-hmm. Jeff Galuli Galili Galuli. Yeah, he decided to uh, hire a couple of goons to go bash in Nancy Kerrigan's legs. Mm-hmm. Who the frick does that? Yeah. <laughs> the mob <laughs> it's unbelievable you know yeah. and, and and it wasn't the mob yeah. i mean it was yeah. like my wife she actually uh she she worked at a, a tanning salon and he and one of the d-bags used to frequent that mm-hmm. and she when she found out it was him she's like oh my gosh really yeah. yeah i i actually saw tanya harding at uh clackamas town center which is a a mall in, well, it's in Clackamas, but that's just like just outside of Portland, uh, way back in the day when they had a ice rink. Yep. Um, I I want to say that I actually saw her over at uh, the other, was it uh, Lloyd Center? I think Lloyd Center also. Yep. I was going to say that I remember because I worked at Lloyd Center, and this mm-hmm. was this is post boob boob job, <laughs> and I am not kidding you. I had thought that she was out there because I was out there standing next to those cars. You know, we used to mm-hmm. we used to work at. Chrysler Plymouth and show off their cars and we used to go to places around town mm-hmm. and put them in the malls. And so we would sit there and so she was out there practicing and it was just post boob job and hell, I'm not even kidding you, it was funny because she was wobbly as hell. She had, probably had to figure out how to balance <laughs> all. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that actually mm-hmm. affected her abilities mm-hmm. to skate. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, that was such a huge, huge deal. Um, and it was on video, you know, at least part of it, at least the aftermath, I can't remember. But it was in the open. And mm-hmm. yeah, who does? I mean, it's like, you know. Well, yeah. yeah. So shocking. So, you know, in modern day, we have so many cameras around everything. It's hard to get away with stuff. 
you know this right. this was still a very publicized thing like still cameras media everywhere yeah. you know yeah. when this stuff was happening and um yeah tanya harding i mean she's i mean she's a native like oregonian i think yeah. was she born in in portland where was she at uh, uh i think the trailer yeah, park down in, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it may not be wrong um yep tanya harding um portland oregon 1970 yeah so yeah that's it. she mm-hmm. she she was not a winner she actually did get to go to the olympics and she got to compete against nancy and mm-hmm. she lost against her mind you nancy had her legs bashed in too mm-hmm. hmm Who's the real better skater? Ooh, I just done pissed her off. But she did get in trouble for it. Um, I I don't know if she admitted to knowing something about it, but she got in trouble for something to do with conspiracy. Yeah, conspiring to... Thank you. That was getting to be Mm -hmm. a big word. But, uh, yep. Yeah, here's some post uh, stuff. Yeah, she competed as a professional boxer. Yeah. 2003, 2004. Uh, her life had been subject to, um, of many books, films, <laughs> documentaries. Yes, that's because true. Because it is out there. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. I, this might inspire me to go and, and watch some of those. Yeah. 2017 and 2018. Uh, there was a couple of things. Oh, she was in Dancing with the Stars. Finished in third place. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. But I don't watch that. No. So. I don't, oh, trust me, I don't watch that either. But um, <laughs> interesting. But how, how nice is it that she's even allowed in those little circles? Mm-hmm. You know, she was kind of hanging out with the Danny Bonaduce circle. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> the has 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 was is. Mm-hmm. You know, like shouldn't have beens. That's what it was. Yeah. The shouldn't have beens. That's, yeah, that's what it was. Good. But uh, but. <laughs> It's impressive that she gets to still hang around and still what she's known for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess it's that's I don't the know society if we live yeah, in. I was gonna say you have you the Kardashians know? and they're what they're known for to be unpopular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so 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 many sports. Do you have another one? I do. Which um, one? Uh, well, okay, so. I know that you were we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Lance Armstrong. I have a, a bicyclist as well, and his his name is uh, Vincenzo Nibali. Oh, Mr. Nibali. <laughs> and what cracked me up is that he's he was um, a really good uh, like cyclist, and it's so obvious with all the cameras everywhere. I mean, they have like helicopters, drones. They, I mean, this stuff is covered, mm-hmm. you know, on these... Um, you know, these like tours or whatever they, they call them. But this guy had one of those, um, you know, one of those cars drive up next to it, you know, that carries stuff for the bicyclists sure, yeah. and, and, you know, they do some other stuff. It's their and, pace car or whatever. You yeah. Want to call it. And, <laughs> and he grabs a hold of like the mirror and the car takes off. And you can see him. He's like the front of the pack. The car moves in close. Shall I play the video? <laughs> I have video footage. It it totally just, cracks me he up. He just did it out in the open? <laughs> yes. Here. He's like going 75 miles an hour down the road. <laughs> it, is, it is really funny. And, and, and so, you know, that you would think that everybody that he could be passing is going, okay, we're ahead of him. Yeah. Like, like he's not going to win. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because he's like, 
oh yeah, uh, he's there, and then suddenly not there. <laughs> 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 All right, let me see if I can bring it up uh. here. You know, YouTube has tons of really fun videos and commentaries on on different topics, and and this was the, from Watch Mojo, and um, does I think a pretty decent job of covering this little thing. So we'll we'll play. It. It's it pretty out. short. Sure. Number 12, Vincenzo Nibali. Racing in the Vuelta Espana in 2015, Italian cyclist Vincenzo Nibali got into some trouble when he crashed during the course. But that wasn't the only trouble he got caught up in during the race. In order to gain some ground and catch up to the peloton after crashing, Nibali would get hold of one of his team's cars, and he was towed <laughs> through part of the race. Racers do this often, but as long as it's for not too long Look, it and takes it off. isn't to get ahead in the race. <laughs> However, the footage showed Nibali was clearly what? trying to use this to his advantage. Look at no him, one's like surprised. <laughs> Was thrown no. out of the race. One Did you really can't help but wonder how Nibali and the rest of his team thought they were going to get away with this with the cameras on? Yeah. Number 12. Did, did anybody just hear what she said, though? Mm. But she said, like, you know, racers do this often, but they can't hold on to it for that long. I'm like, are you kidding? Stop it there. Yeah. Are you, they shouldn't be doing it at all often. And she's like, if they do it often, then so what now? <laughs> Here, somebody's always got to take it to the next level. Next thing you know, it's not going to be obvious. It's going to be like, that's going to be the gig. Grab your car and go. I mean, there's a pretty good bunch up of, of uh, cyclists. And, and the car comes up and he grabs a hold of the side. And takes... suddenly there's a, a massive gap. I mean, like, like he just took off. Like the car is like, I'm oh, out of yeah. here. Exactly. And he's like, Me He's too. right there. <laughs> you know, everybody else there is cussing him out and going, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah, but the, I mean, it's like a... I mean, it looks like a helicopter shot. Maybe it's a drone shot. I don't know. But, I mean, it's so stinking obvious it cracks me up. Yeah. Cheater. <laughs> yeah, of course you get thrown out of that race. Wow. That seems appropriate. <laughs> but then again, this was the wide open, everyone could see it. You know, Lance Armstrong, that wasn't... Right. As, that was harder to detect, wasn't right. it? Right. Well, Do you know what the story is behind him? Well, all right. So he's he's very into himself, and and so he just wants to be a freaking winner, and so he just started doping, mm -hmm. and he won like seven in a row. I'm sorry, after three in a row, I'm shocked that they weren't going. All right, we got to check into this guy because mm -hmm. that's rare as hell. Huh? And this guy won seven in a row, and you know what what gets me about this is you know they had interviewed him, and. He's so in it full of himself and, and still hasn't learned anything, in my opinion, because he said he would, he would totally do it all over again. Hmm. Well, piss off. You're a fucking cheater. Piss off. He said he'd just do it. He'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, well, good. That, that's, that's what, that's, that's that, what a kind of guy this guy is. Yeah, that's a, yeah, a testament he's to his character. He's all for himself. Uh, he's obviously not going to... You know what? And the thing is, is everybody loves him. You know, everybody loved him. You know, he was with uh, Cheryl Crow for a while. Yeah. And I think even she was like, I just felt like I was a freaking uh, cheerleader for the guy, you know? And, and mm. I think that's just what he's all about. He's just a narcissist and, and he just wants to be the big guy winner. Yeah. Well, he was such a winner. Like, I mean, he was just dominating for a long time. In a huge way. Seven yeah. in a row? I mean, my gosh. I mean, and... You know, he also b uh, battled cancer, you know, and, you know, he's, or did he? Maybe he just wanted sympathy, you know? When, mm -hmm. you, got, when you have a freaking cheater, I, I wouldn't, 
mm-hmm. you know, I would think, you know, nothing would uh, surprise me. Yeah. Well, I wonder if doping can contribute to cancer. That is a good question. I think, I think it can, actually. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, such a famous thing. This was certainly not caught on camera. No. <laughs> it, but, and, 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 you know, it's just people, you know, when you're, some people, when they, they cheat and they win and they, and they, and they, and they don't get caught, mm-hmm. instead of just taking that as a win, they, it, it entices them to do it again and again. And, and so I think that the uh, one thing that really highlights a lot of things is when it happens so often or when it starts looking like it's impossible or near impossible, they're going to start, you, you could be hiding and doing, and doing it so well, but because you're winning, it'll be the, get, the, the giveaway, mm-hmm. you know? the tell if you will but um, I mean I can understand when you get to a certain level of of fame you want to maintain that I mean a lot of these people that's kind of what they want they want right. to be recognized as this great you know athlete or or whatever you know, sometimes, sometimes the, it's not about the money yeah right right and I don't even know if that's what it is you know a lot of narcissists is just filling themselves up mm-hmm. because that's what makes them go but yeah, I'm not, I'm not too big of a fan of him. I, I think that he could, you know, how about this? I could ride a bike. <laughs> you know, my kid could ride a bike. Yeah. You know, he happened to ride it well even without doping it, doping, but, mm-hmm. you know, he, I don't think he could win without it. Yeah. So there's other people that could. So. Well, it just, you get to a certain point where, I mean, your body, it's hard to keep up. You know, some people reach their peaks at different times and, you know, people have different, you know, I, I, I'd say they go through cycles. You know, athletes go through different mental cycles of of being like on their game and off their. I mean, you can I see agree. you can see a lot of athletes through the years. It's hard to be on top constantly because there's always someone else coming up, and then you've got these different. I uh-huh. mean, Tiger Woods is a good example. Mike Tyson's a good example. These are, hey, <laughs> Mike Tyson still take them. Uh, I think. Every single time that I've watched Mike Tyson fight, I just I'm in awe of his his abilities. But he got to a point where he just wasn't in it anymore. You know you why? Know? Because he probably I think it's probably when he just battled his rage. Mm-hmm. Because he had a rage problem, not just an anger problem. Yeah. I'm talking. There's a couple steps above past that is rage. <laughs> And he could turn. He bit a man's fucking ear off. <laughs> I know for Which, the whole fucking world to see. Millions and millions of people yeah. watched it. Yeah, and he's like, "What? <laughs> Let's go!" <laughs> like you just yeah. you just went to the other side, man. I, but Evander Holyfield, aren't they somewhat friends? They, I don't know if they're friends, but I will tell you, they've I hung think, out and stuff, yeah, and chit chat and stuff afterwards, and yeah. talk about it yeah. with his, you know. Yeah, with his divot the, the, out of his ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to be. I mean, I thought Mike Tyson was so phenomenal. I thought he. How do you beat the guy? And then you can see that he started. <coughs> I mean, he had financial issues and all, a lot of other he things had, that came up. But yep, a wild life, and and that really messed with his his game. Yeah, you know, if I if it's a, you know we're talking cheating, you know, biting one's ear off to win is probably on the steps of that. Yeah. Don't get mad, Mike. I love you. <laughs> uh, don't need him walking on my door. I, I heard of somebody that did a light little rear end bump, uh-huh. and he got out and beat his ass. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Mike, I love you. I'm so sorry I did. Nope, you're gonna swallow your teeth today. 
<laughs> oh, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, cheaters. Yeah, cheaters. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we were talking about Lance Armstrong. Yeah. He did, you know, Tour de France and, and Tour de France. That's and, right. We should have mentioned what, what he was winning. And uh, he also did some triathlons. Well, I came across another triathlete, an Ironman, but this was a woman. And Iron Woman. <laughs> and uh, it, it cracked me up. Her name is Julie Miller. Cracked me up because she's uh, she was like an established athlete. Like she was good at what she was doing. And then there was a race that she ran where no one really saw her like move through the race. Mm. She just kind of showed up and like had a massive, well, compared to all the other women, a massive win. And come to find out, she was taking shortcuts within mm. the race and not actually doing the whole thing. I have a little clip. You want to you wanna see that? I do. All right, here we go. Three, Julie Miller. Despite her already impressive track record, Canadian triathlete Julie Miller surprised everyone by winning Ironman Canada 2015 in Whistler, B.C. She comes back Though she'd won dry. her division in the 2013 <laughs> tournament, as well as winning her age group at the 2014 Long Course Triathlon in China, mm, none of her Ironman co-competitors actually saw her on the course in Whistler. According to many, she finished first without completing the entirety of the course, constituting serious misconduct. Following a thorough investigation, it was determined that Miller couldn't have possibly finished the course as quickly as she claimed to, and was therefore disqualified. Miller can keep denying it. Yeah. So they didn't prove it, they just calculated that she couldn't have. Yeah, that, that so, was a less tracked uh, race for this individual. But what, what if she had, like you were talking about, one of her days that was on her on game <laughs> what if she was scared she was scared for her life i know you can run a lot faster when you're angry or scared of your life you know <laughs> i'm not maybe, sure <laughs> may, you know i i tell you what she probably did is she probably looked back at her hero from what 1980 mm -hmm. rosie mm -hmm. rosie ruiz <laughs> she probably took took a took a uh an idea from her mm -hmm. because tell us about rosie well, in in the 80s rosie <laughs> Rosie, what is it, the Boston Marathon? She was in the Boston Marathon, and she decided to run it. And I think she was in the New York one prior to that. And and I'm guessing that it's the same distance or something. I don't know. I don't know how marathons go. <laughs> you know, 21 thing. I don't know. Anyways, um, so but but they noticed that she finished it. 25 minutes faster than she did the last one. And they're like, what the heck? 25. That's yeah, a lot. Not, 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 yeah, exactly. So she cut off a lot of time. And so what they had found out, and I think what had happened was that they decided to go back. And I think she won. She, she won it. And, and she celebrated that she was a winner. I think mm -hmm. if I'm wrong, if you've heard something, tell me wrong. Mm. But anyways, I thought she had gotten it stripped away. Mm -hmm. But, um, but anyways, they had found out that she had jumped the subway <laughs> and then she got dropped off like a mile from the finish line and doop -a -doop -a -doop. <laughs> she was like ahead of the 400 plus people and said, winner, winner, chicken dinner. This is great. The subway. It's so good. That's awesome. You, you know, and if she didn't get caught, you know, she would have done it again. She was like, oh my gosh, I don't even have to, she's going to be, the next year she'll be like, put on like another 65 pounds. I don't even have to train for this anymore. Just, I just have to get the bus schedule. I'm good to go. That's really funny. Subway. That Who is does a, this stuff? That is a great way to. I know. And the people on the subway is like, wow, you, you've got like one of those numbers printed on your, yeah. your little tank top and you're wearing those little shorts. And like, what are you doing? This, this must've been like pre- 
surveillance of those subways. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be well, hilarious to see all the, the camera footage of, of them? Hey, what's jumping up? on the subway? And the end, she's probably still not even out of breath on the subway. Yeah, that's really but, funny. Yeah, uh, and you know, and it's probably still going on. And who knows how many many others? Yeah, cheating, trying to find ways to cut the corners. Uh, there was another one that I found. Well, I think actually, I want to say you had talked about this one as well. Uh, Luis Resto. That sound familiar? Boxer? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Th- this one, this this one bothers one me a bit. Makes me mad. So I'll play the clip here. Uh, it, they explain it better than I. I. I'm actually a fan of, of boxing. I enjoy watching boxing and, and MMA. I went through a spurt. I think we talked about it in another podcast. But I went through a spurt after you know my firstborn where I was like too sensitive to... I just couldn't watch that stuff anymore. And now that my kids are older, I'm kind of drawn back into it a little bit. And uh, I'm fascinated by no, okay. why people would, you know. Do you say white people? No, why people. Oh. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of people that box. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm going to play the video and you can yeah. hear the story. You get mad. I'm Luis Resto. On the night of June 16th, 1983, boxers Billy Ray Collins and Luis Resto squared off at Madison Square Garden. For 10 rounds, they went back and forth, but Collins looked practically unrecognizable after having taken significant damage. When the match concluded, Resto went to shake the hands of Collins's corner. One of the cornermen, who was Collins's father, noticed something odd with Resto's gloves. He realized... Did you see that? I mean, he was actually (laughs) trying to shake hands with his gloves, and obviously they'd figure that one out wouldn't they what a, i mean that's kind of a dumb move well then he spent 10 rounds getting his <laughs> patched in so maybe probably com- i probably forgot <laughs> uh, i mean there's a lack of padding and it was later confirmed by a referee the new york state athletic commission went on to suspend resto and his trainer carlos lewis and both men even served prison sentences as well that's right yeah it's assault yeah. See, that's one thing that, that I think this is probably Dangerous. what you're going to say that really pisses you off. This is a little bit different than other ones. You know, people are cheating to get ahead. This guy's cheating, but he's harming, hurting somebody. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. Well, and, and the guy he was boxing against um, was beaten so badly, he had an eye injury that's that, right. that took him out of fighting for the rest of his life. And yep. then he went through major depression and, and all these things, and I think... I, I'm not positive, but I thought that he had committed suicide um, later on uh, down the road. But, I, you know, yeah, this is a much more serious thing because Absolutely. there is physical damage. And he ended his career. And I mean, ultimately contributed to the end of his life. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I, uh, that was so angered me when I mm-hmm. saw that. I, how selfish can you be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's Apparently, when you see, like, like when you see, like, how can that be? How, what could be worse than that? There you go. Yeah, it's worse. It's one thing to take a chunk out of someone's ear. Yep. It's another thing to, you know, take a chunk out of your gloves, the padding out of your gloves, so yep. you can put more damage. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of safety stuff that they actually go into, yeah. even though it looks like they're just beating the crap out of yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned Sammy Sosa. Yes, I did. Yeah, that was an interesting one because I I think I remember I used to watch a lot more sports than I do today. Yeah, and especially baseball. I imagine mm-hmm. I you loved and your dad. Yeah, I loved baseball. I, I love watching Sammy Sosa and you know some of these other guys trying to break 
you know, the home Mark run record. McGuire. Yeah, Mark McGuire was in there. It it just it was such a great competition between them. And it made it fun. People that were even 1999, yeah, maybe? something like that. 98, 99, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was like the, it really brought so much more to baseball because these guys were going, you know, battling back and <clears> forth, <throat> trying to trying to break. I think it was Roger Maris's uh, home run home record. Home run record, yeah. And uh, which you know was Babe Ruth's for a while, and it's just a very fascinating. Uh, you know, competition, trying to trying right. to have the all-time record and, for home runs in a season. Not all of America, but from, you know, east to west of America was all in, all interested in it. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. you, who cares if that's your, your team? Everybody was watching mm-hmm. and interested in it. And I, frankly, I can't remember who won that. Yeah. It was between the two, and I thought it was Mark McGuire, yeah. but I can't remember. Yep, Mark McGuire ended up, and I, this is, a, I probably should have looked it up because I, I mean, I knew Sam Sosa was going to be on the show today. Well, not him, but his story. But uh, <laughs> there was uh, there was some doping going on in baseball, and Mark McGuire was was one of the guys that was you know looked at as doping. Uh, Sam Sosa, I think, may have been accused at some point, and then uh, oh gosh, what's the, the guy's name from the from the um, from the San Francisco Giants? I might have, oh, I might have to look at Oh, I may I may have it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to just look at it really quick cuz Yeah, so I looked it up. Barry Bonds. Okay, I was going to say cuz Barry Bonds has 762 yeah. Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth and Albert. Yeah, Barry Bonds, yeah. Cuz uh yeah, they were claiming that he was doping as well. But, you know, it just it goes to show that Again, it doesn't matter the sport. People are just playing to to cheat, but this uh little video clip of Sammy Sosa had he had an issue with his uh, his bat? What? Checking out that piece of lumber, they found something in there. <laughs> let's see what the rest of the crew can discover here. During a game between the Chicago Cubs and Tampa Bay Rays in 2003, in the bottom of the first inning, outfielder Sammy Sosa hit a ground ball so hard his bat snapped in half. Umpires investigated the pieces of the broken bat and noticed pieces of cork, a material that's banned in the MLB. Sosa was ejected, and he later claimed he chose the wrong bat during the game and that he only used it during practices. Sosa was suspended for seven games, and many consider this to be another blemish on his otherwise impressive and Hall of Fame-worthy career. Yeah. So you know what I think is about that? Hmm. Because his fans like accepted it and said okay and let him go. But what if he's just a piece of shit cheater? Mm-hmm. Because you know Lance Armstrong, everybody loved him because he was great, great mm-hmm. All American. So is he. Yeah. So are all of them until they get caught. Yeah. So is the the Spain Olympic team until they found out. Oh, they just got out of their wheelchairs and just ran to the subway. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sammy you know, Sosa. And, what, he he was such a like. He wasn't um, a, like a showboater nope. type player. I know. Which is why a lot of people really liked really him. Really liked him. Yeah. I, and I get that. And, um, you know, and I know that there can be accidents out there. But at the same time, you know, he got a lot of grace because he was like that. And, and, and but what if he's like that because he's a cheater? You know, I mean, because he, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just his gig, like Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish that I could find a corked bat and go. Swing see the difference bass. yeah yeah i mean it, it's hard enough when, when i was a kid my dad used to take us out baseball was his thing and we used to go play we'd start off 
And I, I mean, of course, when we were super young, we were playing in, inside the house, and then it eventually grew to, you know, the yard. Then we'd go to tennis courts, and it was always a home run contest. It was always my dad is out there pitching, and we're just trying to swing for the fences. And so right. we'd, we'd go from you know a small enclosed space, you know, like like a tennis court, trying to hit over the net, and then that grew to hitting it out of the tennis court over the fences, and then eventually we'd make it out to a baseball field. We tried hit it out of the infield, and then uh, we had this massive like egg crate of softballs, and we'd line them out and make a home run line, and that home run line kept growing until we got to the actual fence, and then we'd hit it over those fences. We were like little league, uh, you know, baseball fields, and then we'd move up to like high school. I mean, we so you knew where. Yeah, we were constantly. Yeah, we were constantly trying to grow and and hit baseballs. But we were we were hitting softballs and we were hitting with uh, you know aluminum bats or whatever. And my dad had uh, I want to say a couple of wooden bats. One that was like obnoxiously heavy, and so it was really hard for us to to use. But wooden bats do not hit baseballs nearly as far as like aluminum bats. And I never had an opportunity to to swing a cork bat. I was wondering what it would be like. What would be the difference? Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I, t- a... I tend to miss the ball anyways. <laughs> it doesn't. So it doesn't matter what kind of stick you give me. Did you ever go out with us when we were kids and and do the home run games? Oh, I think a couple times, mm-hmm. a couple times. Um, but yeah, no, uh, a couple yeah. Times. I mean, you definitely did when we went to the brothers' camp out and we're hitting it off the dunes, though. No, that was like try to kill your friends. Is what that was. <laughs> When a ball comes down at 260 miles an hour, that's not a normal game. But yeah. we all were happy to play it. We were, <laughs> yeah. If it hit any of us wrong, mm-hmm. somebody's going to have to carry some fat ass out of there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, we did, you know, dive out of the way on, on some of those. I know there's a couple times I was like, I ain't going to go for it. Yeah. It's like, like, it just has some heat. Yeah. It's like coming out of the, from the atmosphere, you know, and it's just, yeah. it's just amazing. What he's talking about is we'd go up to these dunes and in Florence, Oregon, and these dunes are, I don't know how high up do you think they are that we'd go? I don't know, 100, 100 foot climb? I don't know. It, it sucked. It sucked to climb up there when it's your turn. If you ca- if you haven't played 500, is <laughs> if the ball, you hit the ball, if you catch it, it's 100. If it's... Was it bounce once you get it? It's yeah. We we kind of play I with the, the points. Yeah, yeah, with points. But then the, whoever gets the five hundred, they get to go up and hit the balls for the people. And then we have to climb our butts all the way up this dune of sand. But when we hit it, it the ball. It's not just you know, um, you know, moving out there. It's it's now it's <laughs> it's coming down an elevation too, and it is coming down fast mm-hmm. and. It's fun, but I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine if that hit me anywhere, let alone <laughs> something soft, I know. something important. Yeah, I but, wish I had. I, I'm sure. I'm sure one of the uncles has uh, footage of us playing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I could envision, especially that one, that big one in in Florence right now. From the from if I turn around with the dune to my back, what it looks like to the left and the. Uh, the left and the right. Mm-hmm. I, I I remember. I, I don't know. It's you know crazy. What? I want to say I do have footage. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'll play it here when I edit this podcast. Yeah? I'll put it up. Excellent. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Um, okay. So I actually did find the footage, and on screen you can see that this is Florence. 
uh, pretty tall dunes. My older brother Tony, when he was about 15, hitting baseballs off the dunes, to my dad missing a diving catch, and him doing it again and missing again. And his brothers, my uncles, are laughing as he's missing it. And then my uncle Mark throwing his glove up to block the ball uh, while it's coming down. My dad <laughs> catches the ball and then catches my uncle Mark's glove. I was reaching out with my hat to catch the ball, and the ball came down so fast it ripped the hat right out of my hands. And then my dad and my uncle playing around on the dunes. Always good times, good times. Um, okay, so in, in other... Did you want to keep talking about Samus Sosa? Well, no. It was. I thought it was a good one because it was a... You know, it's a... He's still a lot of people like Tanya Harden. They still people were kind of okay with it mm-hmm. in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Sammy Sosa celebrity is one of those things, right? And Sammy Sosa was one of them that also that had a good reason, a good excuse. Mm-hmm. But then again, everybody kind of has an excuse or a good excuse, and and uh, so I don't know if he's a d bag or if he just had a you know a bad day at work. Yeah, or if he really did just grab the wrong bat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't. Screw um, those guys. In, in other sports. In other fo- sports. Football. <laughs> <laughs> football, deflate gate. <sighs> this one, to me, at, <clears throat> when it was happening, I thought, eh, not a big deal. Why is this a big deal? And it turned out to be a big deal. Yeah. And uh, so if you're not familiar with deflate gate, <laughs> uh, New England Patriots... Uh, this was the AFC Championship in 2014. They got a little in trouble uh, because they had underinflated footballs that they were playing with. Yep, makes and, it easier to catch, grip the ball. Mm-hmm. Especially when uh, it's in cooler weather, which evidently Tom Brady was playing in. I mean, this is a big deal of a game. It's a championship game. And it was kind of rainy and cold. And many of the footballs that they had tested at halftime were underinflated. I thought, well, that's, that's interesting. But is it that big of a deal? Well, it turns out to be a massive deal. In fact, yeah. I don't know all the details of Deflate Gate because there are so many things that went back and forth. And Tom Brady was suspended, and then he appealed it in court. They... They uh, supported that appeal, and then he ended up getting suspended anyway. Is that right? Because I didn't know the whole outcome. I knew he, there was some trouble, but, you know, it was kind of weird because they, they get seemed like they got to go forward. Yeah, it like, was... Like, oh, yeah, you know that, but didn't they still get to make it to the Super Bowl? I, I mean, Yes, they did. In fact, they won. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, mm-hmm. and I'm like... Yeah, but these guys are the cheaters, right? I mean, why, why, why are we letting them win? And then we're celebrating it. And then it doesn't seem like they're getting punished that much. But mm-hmm. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I, well, I don't know, I guess, what the right punishment from what, be. From what I understand is that at halftime, the officials did check the balls and make sure that they were inflated and to the proper amount. And so the second half of the game, the, the, the balls had been checked so that the second half had legal footballs in play. And then I want to say this was like a 500 and some odd day investigation finally concluded. And it went back and forth with who had admitted what, 
Tom Brady never admitted to having anything to do with it. They had a whole bunch of evidence of email communication back and forth between different people, but never Brady was never one of the people who had, at least in you know documentation, directly and, involved. Yeah, and he also there was some question because he used to totally trash his old phones, like destroy them because he didn't want people to have access to his personal no. stuff. And so he just had a habit of destroying his phones when he was done with them. And that looked suspicious considering what investigation was going on. He pulled a Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, he probably worked for her, yeah. but we'll keep going. No, it's just, uh, there's so many different things that went back and forth. Ultimately he did get suspended and, well, he should. Yeah. You know why? Let's say he wasn't involved. Mm -hmm. He's a professional, and he's probably one of the first people to tell you how awesome he is because he, he is talented. I'm not going to get him wrong, okay? <laughs> but trying to tell me that he wouldn't know once you grab that ball, something's not effed up? Mm -hmm. Oh, I think you would because why? Because you're fucking amazing. Ask yourself. You're going to say <laughs> that you're an expert at handling the ball, right? Mm -hmm. You're a freaking quarterback. Yeah. some fat rings on your fingers. It would be similar to in like basketball, knowing if a ball is properly inflated. Not dribbling right. Not, mm -hmm. You handle it and you catch it. Mm -hmm. The receiver. You trying to tell me the receiver didn't know? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. These guys are experts with it. That's my point. You know, they know what they're, they know. And I think they're all involved in it. I'm not saying, you know, whoever you want to like go back and forth. I think it's a team is involved in it. Mm -hmm. It's too big. Well, they had so many different people come out and talk about the science behind, <laughs> you know, the deflation of the ball, depending on, you know, so what... much money behind this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Will spend... Well, they said, they said it was like over $22 million, I think oh, my in, gosh. in cost to go through this process for 500 and whatever. And they should have just said, dude, I mean, how about this? If people were, I know if you're, they're cheaters, so that, you know, they're going to be liars too. But mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. if they were just like, yeah, man, I just jacked it up. Yeah, don't investigate. We screwed up. We're not going to do it. Just save it. No, he should, they should be responsible for that too. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. so much money. And that's why they're trying to, it's all saving face. And they're just like shelling it out, shelling it out, make it sound good, make it sound right, make it sound as good as we can so this corporation can move forward. Well, and, oh my you gosh. know, and the NFL has been, under some controversy and you know they haven't the nfl is a big organization with a lot of money traveling through it it would make sense that they would put some effort into making sure that people understood that their sport is is fair but there was a whole lot of money spent on this one thing and deflate gate it just didn't seem like it was that big of a deal <laughs> you know it was like it was it was one half of a football uh, game. I don't think it's that much of a big deal why they made this <clears throat> mm -hmm. so big. I get it's a huge deal in, in, in um, turning over a game, mm -hmm. but it's just the money. There's so much money involved that they had to probably spin it to make it right. I don't know. It's yeah. uh, like It was ridiculous that they had to go this far to resolve that situation. I, I think my buddy Jimmy... Hey, shout out to you, Jimmy. You are probably still pissed about that Super Bowl because <laughs> the, the Patriots came back to to win <laughs> the Super Bowl against the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I was rooting for the Seahawks, but <laughs> well, if you would have yeah. known who the cheaters were, mm -hmm. yeah, then we all would have made some money. See, that's not fair either. <laughs> I'm not a gambling man, but. 
My guess is if you, you liar, you're married, insane. aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> we're all every married man's a gambling man. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I just didn't. I didn't realize the odds. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like. I'm not a gambling man either. I don't gamble much. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your list, man? You know, we really could keep going and going and going. There's uh, a lot. Uh, there is. And maybe we should do another one because cheaters suck and they should be, you know, remembered. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we, we, we could we could <laughs> we could leave it at Deflate Gate. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe folks want to put some more stuff out on the comment section. Yeah. If there's anybody else you'd like us to cover, please yeah, let us know. That'd be fun. We'd be glad to cover it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening and watching. Please tell a friend. Help us grow the audience. That'd be great. Uh, more information on our website, neverdoseries.com. And find us on social media, Getter, Parlor, and Twitter at the NTS Podcast. And until we see you next time, take care and be safe.